0: Anyway, it's time for an extraordinary installment of Fresh Polytricks. Joining us this morning is my page just closed with everything I need. Like
1: she, peko.
0: She's Senior Research Fellow and Political Analyst at Trade Collective. Lebohang Peku Le is in the building. Hello, Lebohang. How are you, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Thanks. Is it, is it fresh? Uh, yes, you. indeed. Uh, uh, fresh, uh, Angie, Somizi, and Owen are in the building. Okay. Hi all. So the president has 90 days to appoint an NDDP, NDPP. Yes. Should he be the sole appointer of such a position given what's happened before?
1: Mm-hmm. So I think that what what's really happened over the last year or so, the last few years is that, is that we've seen A situation where the the executive power has been so concentrated with a a particular person to the extent where the constitution has almost seemed meaningless Mm. um, and it's been stretched to its limits. so my argument would be that not only should we look at this position and it's and the person who appoints it but also the other positions such as chapter nine institutions the public Mm. protector the iec the human rights commission and so on and so forth Because what has happened is that what we haven't looked at over the last few years is the allocation of power. The Constitution gives power, executive power to the president, but it doesn't really allow further checks and balances to be in place. I don't think that it's a check or a balance. Mm. If the very power that's supposed to be checked or balanced is the one which actually has the ultimate power or authority Mm. to deploy um, influence in those particular institutions by choosing the person of their own choice.
0: Now, a lot of people are saying maybe it's safer that we'll allow Parliament to get involved. But surely Parliament is political, as p- the President is.
1: Yeah, Parliament is political. And, we you know, we could look at different models and different sort of... Uh, different sort of scenarios we could look at a bench of a bench of eminent people who would be able to make recommendations based on a pool of nominations that had been presented to the presidency and to parliament um, for them to be debate. Uh, we could look at a situation where perhaps we have an inter party and inter party committee mm. who is then including opposition parties who are given the final veto over whatever uh, nomination process. The, the executive may have, because what the, the problem says is that over the last while, our constitution was written in, in, in anticipation of a, a, a very inclusive, very democratized form of decision-making, mm. which has been, which has eroded over the last, sort of what I call the last decade, kind mm-hmm. of a zoomification of some executive processes. So w- when we write any constitution, number one, we should always remember that a constitution is not dead. It's alive and living, and it must be responsive to the realities of any given moment. And if it's no longer responsive, as it was not over the last 10 years, it's really important to relook really look at the kind of functionality of it and think about different ways to give it life and to give it meaning. So in the next 90 days, he has to make a call on this particular matter. So if mm-hmm. we need to change the Constitution in its entirety to allow for maybe a bench of judges to sit in and decide on this, what do we do in the meantime? and i don 't think that can happen in the next ninety days um, and for that matter. I think Parliament is in recess until september mm. and i 'm very doubtful whether they would even you know whether they 'd be able to gather the 65, the sixty six percent the two thirds momentum yes. and all of that to enable this to happen so even even therein we already have an issue but I think that in terms of just the, the optics of this the the the, 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 the way in which this is presented to the people because I think Little we're a bit tired of, mm. of of these sort of very random feeling appointments which look like they enforce um strong men and strong women who are aligned to presidential to, to presidential favoritism. Mm. So I think that there's things that the president, the, the sitting president can do, you know, form some kind of informal committee, as I've mentioned, some kind of a panel of eminent people who would assist him. So that when the recommendation comes, it doesn't appear to be just a single person, but it appears to be some kind of a collective, transparent, democratic, you know, some semblance of a democratic process. So I agree. I mean, I don't think the constitutional uh, reform can happen mm. in, a, in, a, in a short while. And at this moment, who are some of the people that obviously are in the running to take over in in the ninety days? Does he have a, 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 a select number of people yeah. to choose from? There's so many names that have been mentioned. Hey, I mean, I. Ca- off the top of my head, I mean, I can't really think. I mean, because now we, the unfortunate thing, one in, in South Africa, is that we go we go into the mode of recycling. So I've heard yes. Julie mm. name being recycled. I've heard the Khan Huseneke's name being recycled. Nom Chiba's uh, name is in there. Doctor Silas yes, Ramaita is also in there. Some people have said, well, maybe Wosipokoli can come back and do another round. Mm. I don't think that he'd have the appetite for that. So I mean, I, I do think that this also gives us the opportunity to really scope out fresh talent and, and kind of fresh ideas, there's so many, there's an immense amount of legal, there's so many great legal minds in this matter, in this country, who are uncompromised, mm. who have been independent in their, in their judicial careers, mm. um, and who have always been willing to be a bit more, you know, to give, to give fresh dimensions. So it would be great for us not to, to recycle um, the same sort of pool of, you know, 15 people who seem to be doing the rounds yeah. um, within all of these institutions.
0: Thank you for your time. Uh, we, we love your mind. We'd love to use you further on the show, Lebohang Peku. And uh, yeah, thank you for speaking to us uh, at the last minute. Let's see how it unfolds. We'll uh, ask you for analysis after the process and let's see what happens.
1: Absolutely. Thanks.
0: Lebohang Peku, Senior Research Fellow and Political Analyst at Trade Collective. Maybe you'd like to weigh in on it. Maybe you want to comment on what she said or what she figures would be best case scenario. The hashtag is Fresh Breakfast.